Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, August 1st. Oh, we got an NFL game in 48 hours. Can't wait for my Jets to take the football field with their now mouthy quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, firing lobs at Sean Payton, backing up his OC, backing up his head coach. You'll love to see it. Jets are the biggest story in the NFL. And uh, the other biggest story in the NFL right now is Mike Sando over at The Athletic, who will join the pod tomorrow. He released his tiers of quarterbacks. Now, before people freak out about a tiers list, this is no different than any other list. Essentially, writer polls a bunch of executives around the league, um, and you've got to put the quarterbacks in certain tiers. Now, I want to take just at the outset, I'm sorry, not just executive, coaches and executives, 50 league insiders um, placed 30 veteran quarterbacks into tiers. Um, You had eight GMs, 10 head coaches, 15 coordinators, 10 executives, four QB coaches. Um, It's a massive list. It's I don't know that I'd say comprehensive. 50 league insiders. How many are there? 500? I mean, 32 teams. Were there 15 league insiders per team? I don't know. I I, I don't want to crush the tiers. And my big, big obvious takeaway is why should we get too worked up about opinions from executives who famously don't know how to draft quarterbacks? Okay, Jalen Hurts, 53rd player selected. Many quarterbacks taken ahead of him. Justin Fields not getting the love, understandably so, rough start, but he's barely separated from guys who have done a ton in the NFL. I mean, Russell Wilson, 16th, really? Off one bad season? This was a guy two years ago, these same league executives said he was in the top tier, and now you want to drop him to the third tier? 
Uh, well, I could go on and on. And, you know, Kyler Murray uh, is at the top of Tier 3 based on what? He had, let's be real. He had one really strong first half of the season. Every season he's ended slowly. I don't know. Matt Stafford, like, this is a guy who everybody took dumps on in Detroit. Oh, he's a stat patter. He's not a good quarterback. Goes to the Rams. Oh, look. He's got a great coach, and all of a sudden, he goes on an amazing postseason run. Game-winning drive against Tampa. Game-winning drive against uh, the Niners. He did get the lucky dropped interception uh, by the Niners. And then game-winning drive in the Super Bowl. Like, Matt Stafford delivered. Clutch all the words you want to use to describe Stafford. And, and he's he's 10th because, what, he got hurt last year? Uh, it, it's just it's silly. And, I, again, I don't want to overreact, but I just want to remind people. Jalen Hurts, according to league executives, who, by the way, have many chances to draft Jalen Hurts. I, I don't know. What's Jalen Hurts coming out of Bama? He slides down to 53rd. The Eagles had Carson Wentz. In his first year in the league, he was like a tier 3-4 guy. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is. Is he even going to be a player? Now he almost wins the MVP and he jumps up to six ahead of Lamar Jackson, who's done it for longer. So, like, let's not get too worked up about the tiers. Now, I know uh, Rob G, I'm sure, is surely disappointed that his guy, Derek Carr, somehow, somehow gets in at 14th in the rankings um, despite having, what is he, Rob? Is he like 15 games under 500 in his career? It's like, what is that based on? A projection that, that, that he's 14th? I don't know. I, again, you know, um, I forget who says it, but everybody wants to call out pro football focus. Hey, man, can you take their gradings too seriously? Like, who is grading these passes and these reception and the turnover-worthy plays? Who's grading all that stuff? Because don't they have a little opinion? It can't be all AI-generated and stats-based based on computers. Some of it has to be the eye test because someone's inputting stuff into the computer. So let's not get too worked up about the tiers. Obviously, it's fun to talk about before we get actual football games to dissect. <coughs> but Rob, I'll start with tier one. I don't have many gripes. Patrick Mahomes, if you want, you could put him in a super tier all to himself because he's so dang good. Obviously, Burrow, number two. Josh Allen, number three. Some people will argue Aaron Rodgers. Well, Russell Wilson plummets off one bad year. He was not really bad in Seattle. There was a little drop-off. Um, why isn't Rodgers taking a bigger drop-off? Uh, and he's still fourth-best quarterback. Well, I think, I'm assuming, that people want to chalk up last year to the issues he had with the Packers and the young receivers and losing Devontae Adams. Like, all that stuff kind of matters. Like, Justin Fields can't be a Tier 2 or 1 quarterback if you don't have any weapons. Uh, Justin Herbert, five. I have no issues with that. I know Rob G, a noted Justin Herbert hater because he loves the Raiders, might have had issues. The only guy I would put in the top tier, and again, what exactly are we basing it on? Like, Jalen Hurts, to me, it's just one year, looks like a top tier guy. He should be in the top tier. He was the best player on the field in the Super Bowl. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, he was the best. Jalen Hurts, again, We'll see. They lose the coordinator. They lose Miles Sanders. But a lot of the offensive line, I think, is back. The top receivers are back. Like, Jalen Hurts is going to be fine. I would put him in Tier 1. Lamar Jackson now has done it longer than Hurts. He has a larger body of work. I would put him in Tier 1. But then you're like, Jay, you're putting Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in the same tier. And I think Lamar Jackson has one or two playoff wins. But he hasn't really delivered in the postseason. He's a running quarterback. So, like... I don't know. He would be bottom of tier one, but my tier one is larger unless you want to go super tier where Mahomes is above everyone else. But like Trevor Lawrence, I, I had to remind Cowherd when we talked about this Monday, as much as we want to hype Trevor Lawrence, and I like him. I loved him coming out. I thought the Jets should have tanked for him and they screwed that up. Shocker. 
Trevor Lawrence was three and seven last year before a miraculous turnaround where they needed like lucky ass wins to rally against the Ravens. Uh, lucky Dak Prescott turnovers led to a massive rally against the Cowboys, and then they get into the playoffs thanks to a Josh Dobbs uh, fumble in Week 18, the spot starter. Like, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I think he's going to be great. He's probably going to ascend this year now that they're adding Calvin Ridley. But for him to be ahead of uh, guys like Kirk Cousins, Stafford, it's befuddling to me. So, Rob, I guess my macro takeaway is, A, these league executive and insiders who claim to know so much about the NFL, like, let's be real. Their opinions on quarterbacks don't totally matter to me because of their ineptitude drafting quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is in a tier all to himself, essentially. Everybody would admit. Yet, nine teams passed on him when he was being drafted. Like, it's just silly. And then I guess, B, I would expand tier one and bump up a a Hurts, uh, into tier one and a Lamar Jackson into tier one. Otherwise, I just I don't have massive gripes with this list. That's fair. I mean, I have two. I wouldn't call them ma- well. One's massive. One is less massive. But I'll start with the one that's least of a hot take. I guess you argue that the tiers should be expanded. That one would instead of being five guys or was it five guys? You might have it like at eight guys or whatever it is you have it classified. I disagree. I think it should be smaller. And it's mm. compared similar to the way the NBA is. I think if you're going to debate who are the top 10 players in the NBA, one through 10 is going to vary from person to person for the most part. Like it's just basically comes down to preference and, and what you look for, what you value, what you don't value, things like that, which is why I always believed in the, in the tier system. And to me, if you're going to do an NBA tier, Jokic and Giannis are a tier to themselves. And then after that, it's kind of however you prefer. That's my opinion. Similar in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, if you want to make a super duper tier, then he's by himself. But if you have to classify him as a tier one quarterback, then to me, there's only three guys. It's Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, and that's it. Everybody else, there's certain knocks you can make on him. Like you mentioned, Jalen Hurts only has one good season. Um, Lamar Jackson as great as he was a couple of years ago, he keeps getting hurt. And when he does play, he hasn't been as good as he was during that MVP year. Things like that. And then Justin Herbert, who is tier one in this list, and, and I wouldn't put him in tier one in my list. It's not that I don't like him. Like I said, I think he is the prototype of what you look for in an NFL quarterback in terms of size and ability. But if you are a tier one best of the best NFL quarterback, you have to win more than one game above 500 in your career as a starter. Joe Burrow was seven games above 500 with seven less starts as an NFL quarterback. Josh Allen is 28 games above 500. So I I don't understand, and to your point, I don't understand how you can classify or determine what designates this mattering more than this. Why does Jalen Hurts one season not hold as much weight as Justin Herbert having all these stats, but no wins to back it up. In my opinion, Justin Herbert reminds me a lot of a guy you just mentioned, Matthew Stafford. If you just look at the X's and O's and and the size and the stats and the numbers and the ability, they are the elite of the elite. And for whatever reason, that doesn't translate to wins. And that's actually one thing that they mentioned in the commentary about Justin Herbert is the reason why I don't have him as a tier one quarterback, according to one of these guys, is that he just doesn't win enough. That they mentioned 
hey, the reason why I have him in tier two and not tier one, according to one head coach, quote, not lose when you have that kind of a lead in the playoffs. Make a play when you have multiple opportunities to make one. You know, like I think that that's not too much to ask for if I'm going to be talking about the elite of the elite. So that's one issue that I have. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me push back. So Herbert gets rooted, uh, voted, sorry, into the top tier. I just want to remind people, 2020, coming out of college, Washington drafted second. They didn't have a quarterback. They took Chase Young. Okay? So they did not deem Herbert or Tua worthy of the number two pick. The Detroit Lions were drafting third. They did not have... Oh, they did have Stafford at the time, but he was old. Um, And they took Jeff Okuda, a cornerback, who's now bounced around the league. Giants, drafting at four, had Daniel Jones. Could have had Tua or Herbert. And then number five, the Miami Dolphins took Tua over Herbert. So this idea that Herbert's like a tier one guy, I I get where you're coming from, Rob. I I totally understand it. He hasn't done it, but I guess if you're one of these 50 league executives saying Herbert's the man, you're looking at arm strength, size. I mean, hell, if you just put together a reel, I know it was a win for your Raiders, but that Raiders-Chargers game in the final game of the season, you watch that game. Herbert alone in that game, even though they lost, which is the story kind of in his career, um... 
that would alone be worthy of, oh my gosh, Herbert's got to be a tier one guy. He must have had four fourth down conversions to keep them alive on that unbelievable drive. It wasn't like 95 yards and there was multiple fourth downs where it was like, there's no way they're dead, they're cooked. And he puts it in a tiny window and they keep delivering. Like Herbert in that game alone, Rob. I mean, that probably was one of the best that and Hurts in the Super Bowl were two of the best performances I can ever remember from a quarterback in a losing effort. They were just Herculean. And Herbert, on talent, is going to be group tier one. But I guess they're saying based on what he's accomplished, he's not higher in tier one. I do want to pivot, Rob, and ask you this. So if I said there were three quarterbacks who could make the leap into year one, uh, into tier one next year with a monster season... Um, you could go like like a Deshaun Watson, for instance. We kind of have incomplete data. They've only been doing tiers for three years. I do like how the Athletic has like a drop-down menu where you can look historically at where they were tier-wise. But remember, Watson was suspended and only played half the season that didn't play the year before that. So it's like a little wonky with a guy like Watson, who, by the way, Rob, we would agree. Bottom of tier one, top of tier two uh, in his prime in Houston. Like, come on. He was definitely up there. There's no doubt about it to me. And I, I look at a guy like Watson. I'm like, listen, Watson, Stefanski, full year, full off season. That, to me, Watson is a guy who could make the leap into, into tier one. I think the talent is undeniably there. Maybe he's put that ugly uh, lawsuit stuff and the massage parlor action behind him. Watson is a guy I think could make the leap to tier one. I think another guy, and you know I root against them, uh, Tua Tagovailoa. I'm not a Dolphins fan. I am openly admit this. I'm a Jets guy. The Dolphins and Jets were rivals forever. They play in the same division. Rob, if two is healthy, why isn't he throwing for 4,500 yards and, you know, 35, 40 touchdowns? We saw him last year healthy. He was an MVP candidate. They were dominant. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Waddle. If two is healthy with Mike McDaniel, they're in the mix. They're right there, Rob. So I think Tua is a guy who could make the leap. I think Watson is a guy. And if you're looking for one more, and this is a bit of a dart throw, um, I've got Derek Carr making the leap possibly from Tier 3 to tier one, mostly because he's on, he's in a, a weak division. He's going to put up big numbers. And I really, really, really like what Carr can do in the NFC, which is much weaker. I mean, he was in a division, Rob. I don't know. You're a Carr guy, baiting, dating back to his days with the Raiders. But Carr was always going to be overshadowed by Herbert. He was always going to be overshadowed by Mahomes. Like he just, and then Russell Wilson gets there and it's like, come on, Carr's the worst quarterback in the division. But he's still really good. And that's why, you know, if you listen to this, uh, the NFC South preview, um, there's no reason that the Saints aren't going to be a 12-win team and everybody's like, look at Carr. He's, he's making all the throws. Derek Carr, tier one quarterback. So those are my three guys that I would bet on looking at potential upward mobility, Rob. I love it. I, I agree with you. Um, Derek Carr coming into last season is a guy who I had as a borderline top 10 quarterback. I think I had him right at 10, actually. And he had two seasons that were... Phenomenal when you, especially when you factor in everything he had to deal with in Las Vegas. You had the coach getting fired for the uh, emails. You had the number one receiver arrested for killing someone. You had the number one drafted corner kicked off the team for threatening fans with a gun on Instagram. You had a front office that couldn't get anything right, and yet for what with Zay Jones as his number one receiver, he leads them to the playoffs and upsets everyone's favorite wonder kid, Justin Herbert. So I'm on board with the Derek Carr resurgence in New Orleans. I agree with you on Tua. And, and one thing they mentioned in the, um, the tiers profile 
was that one thing when it comes to 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 Tua specifically is if somebody likes him and if somebody dislikes him, they're going to use the same argument against him. So if they like him, they're going to say, oh, he doesn't have anyone around him and, and that's why he's not showing off better than what he is. If they don't like him, they're going to say, well, he's going to get someone around him. That's the only reason he's succeeding is because he has guys around him. And, and Tua, for whatever reason, and it's been this way for a few years now, whether it's a guy like Colin Cowherd, who I, in my opinion is very low on Tua, and then there's guys who are covering the team daily in South Beach who think that Tua is fantastic. He reminds them of Drew Brees. So it really depends on whether or not you come into the season or come into his career thinking highly or low of him. That's really what it comes down to. Another guy who I think is poised to make a huge jump, not because he didn't deserve to be in there already to begin with, but because he had such a bad season last year that everybody soured on him, is Russell Wilson. I think that he's going to have one of those seasons that reminds people why he was a borderline tier one quarterback the previous, I think as recently as two years ago, he was considered a tier one quarterback. That was leads me to my bigger gripe with the list that I mentioned a few minutes ago. I don't think the gap between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson should be as big as it is in this tier program. Mm, that's fair. Based on the way the rankings shake out, I'm not going just on, you know, one, two, three, four, five. I'm basing it on their tier points, right? Because the way that this works out, if you are, everyone's voting you as a tier one quarterback, your voting average is a 1.0. Okay. Aaron Rodgers voting average is a 1.4. That's why he's the, considered the fourth best quarterback and he's a tier one quarterback. Russell Wilson's voting average is a 2.8 which doesn't sound too bad until you consider that the gap between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson based on voting is wider than the gap between Russell Wilson and Desmond Ritter, which makes zero sense to me. I don't understand to wow. your point earlier to open up the podcast, how Russell Wilson's nightmarish season. And it was, it was absolutely terrible can be held against them in a way that it's more, they're holding it against him more when he had a new team, new terminology, and a head coach who couldn't even get the plays in, which Sean Payton alluded to. And when he did get the plays in, historically, is one of the worst offensive minds that keeps getting jobs at the NFL. Like we talked about it on last week's podcast, Nathaniel Hackett, when he's not in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, where he did not call the plays famously, that was LaFleur, was like 32nd, 31st, 20th. I mean, he was way down there in terms of offense. Not great. Yeah. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, last season, in the same system that he won the back-to-back MVPs, with everybody in place save for Devontae Adams, as far as I know. I mean, if someone can correct me, go ahead and correct me. And he has his worst season ever. And yet, that's not held against him in the same way that Russell Wilson's is. And that's my biggest issue with the list, yep. period. There is some recency bias for sure. Okay, Rob, um, I forgot one guy, and I had to look up some numbers on him. I forgot one guy that I think can make a major leap. So, and a lot of people think I'm being bullish on the Bears because I want to overcompensate for what I said about Chicago. Remember a few months ago, I, I you know, flippantly, we were talking about cities on the herd, and I said something like, Chicago's one of your top cities. It's, it's, like, have you, it's like Afghanistan there. It's like a war zone. And all these people freaked out and yelled at me, and like websites were, you know, Jason bashes Chicago. The Sun Times like wrote about it. Some radio host was so angry he went after me and ended up getting suspended. It was just a ugly scene, and it was just a flippant comment. I was making a joke. Um, I stand by it, by the way. Uh, 
I've been super pro Bears, right? I'm, I like Justin Fields. I like them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be headed to Vegas here soon, and gonna be uh, one of my bets will be Bears over win total. And Rob, I see Justin Fields down at 21. Okay, ahead of Ryan Tannehill. Okay, ahead of Mac Jones, which is kind of shocking, uh, but right below Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. I think if I if Justin Fields is gonna have the season, I think he's gonna have year two with the same offense. They add DJ Moore, like. I believe there is a world where Justin Fields makes the leap. And I'm not saying he's a top 10 quarterback, but I can see him leaping into the upper echelon of Tier 2. I can totally see that happening. I can see Kirk Cousins sliding. But I think Fields can make as big a leap as like a Tua um, or the other guys that I mentioned. That, that would be the other guy I want to watch. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Now, Rob, I want to ask you this, and this is probably a tough question, and we're going to end up looking like haters. I need you to pick the guy from Tier 1 who drops out of Tier 1, or what scenario do you see him dropping out of Tier 1 after this season? Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess it doesn't make me look you know, that bad. start? Because I already said it. I don't think Justin Herbert is a Tier Herbert, 1 quarterback okay. anyways. So I yeah. guess that's so not you, really too spicy. It's not a big drop. No. Okay. So no, obvi- I'm obviously not going to say Aaron Rodgers. The guy I'm picking is Josh Allen, who everybody wow. loves. Okay. And even my dog is upset, and he's, like, walking away and starting to get huffy as he hears me banging on Josh Allen. So a couple things working. You know, the Stefan Diggs stuff, I know they're trying to act like it's a no big deal. 
guys, it's it's something. It's definitely not nothing. The coach even saying, yeah, he's not here. That's a big deal. Um, and again, this is small potatoes. But if you've been following Josh Allen and his offseason, so he's had a longtime girlfriend. They would travel together. I'm talking like five, six years together. He recently broke up with the girlfriend and is now dating some some actress. I don't have her name off the top of my head. But it's been a big change for him. And all I know is in life changes, like when you move across the country, when you have a kid, when you have a high-profile situation. Um, don't you bark on me, buddy. But a lot is going on right now with Josh Allen. And a lot's happening with the Bills. They had to extend the coach because everybody knew, oh, man, what an ugly situation between McDermott, Diggs, the GM. People are wondering, gosh, they got destroyed by the Bengals. Like, everything pulled back a little. I know the record was great last year. They had the DeMar Hamlin randomness. Um, Just, I can see Josh Allen coming back a little bit. He says he doesn't want to run anymore. That's what makes him very effective. So, Rob, that would be the guy that I would have regressing a little bit. That's a little spicy because everybody loves Josh. I love Josh Allen. And it's not only is he an absolute menace running the football, but he can throw it as well as almost anybody in the league. So his abilities are right up there and he wins a lot of football games. You know, he does have an issue with the turnovers, but for the most part, he seems to make up for it by doing something superhuman like three plays later. That's kind of the, he's kind of Farvian in that matter where he can Ooh, do something that's going nice. to, you know, really piss you off and then do something that's going to make you jump out of your yeah. seat, you know, uh, the next drive. I, I think my overall, you know, big hot take, I guess, from this tier system that we've had now for a few years is I believe next year, rather than having, say, a guy drop down from tier one to tier two, because even with Justin Herbert, I think the way these things shake out, he's going to still be in tier one either way, even if I don't think he mm-hmm. personally is. I think that the quarterback play in this league is better than it's ever been top to bottom. And you're going to see that tier two where this guy is really good. I don't know if he can quite carry a team by himself, but if you put the right pieces around him in the right situation, he's going to do really well. I think that that tier two next season is going to be bigger than it's ever been. You might have as many as like 12 guys in there. Because wow, even well, if, Kyler Murray's coming out, right? Yeah, but but he's in tier three, I believe, this year. But like a guy oh, like tier three? Okay. a guy like Kirk Cousins, right? I, I don't That's think Kirk Cousins is yeah. anything special, but his numbers and his consistency makes it so that yeah, I could you would see why someone would put him in tier two. He's now in year two in the system. Justin Jefferson is only getting better. He's going to be more comfortable, so I could see him having an even better year next year than he had this past year. You mentioned Derek Carr as a guy who could make the leap. I think Jared Goff is probably going to have a big season in Detroit, and it's why you're picking them to to win that division. You know, I mentioned Russell Wilson jumping up, Tua Tungavailoa jumping up, uh, Geno Smith, who people seem to forget was probably like an MVP consideration through the first month and a half of the season last year. I don't know if he can do that again, but I really like the DK Metcalf. I really like Tyler Lockett, and I love Jackson Smith and the Jigba. So it's not crazy for me to think that he has a better season next year than he had last year. And suddenly that group, like I mentioned, the tier two, which had been five guys, like it's not crazy to have 10 of them. If that's the the benchmark that we're going to set, unless you're going to elevate Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson back into tier one or 
Deshaun Watson back into tier one and suddenly tier one is 10 guys. But I don't know if that's the way these guys are going to market it that way. But I just think that the quarterback play is, is better than ever. And it's more likely than not that the quarterback that you have is very good than very bad for most NFL teams. It's interesting. I totally forgot this about Josh Allen. And again, I'm not saying he's going to fall, but if I had to pick one in the top five, top tier, I would pick Josh Allen as the guy to regress. Remember, lost stable. Uh, I believe he led the league in red zone turnovers last year, or he was certainly up there. Um, Aaron Rodgers obviously had some red zone issues last year in, in Green Bay. A lot of newness there. Um, the other thing I want to add is I, I looked at this stat. Um, you guys know Adam Chernoff. He always comes on the pod. Um, I'm trying to get him for this week. He, NFL gambler. He recently joined uh, Right Angle Sports. Um, anybody who gambles knows who they are. And um, we'll talk gambling with him. But he had this stat. Are you ready for this? I don't know if you've even heard this stat, Rob. Quarterback win-loss record when opposing st- team scores 28 or more points. So, again, win-loss record, we're not supposed to believe in that a lot. But when the opponent scores 28 or more points, that means you got to put up a lot of points. It's tough to win those games. How tough? Tom Brady's career record when the opposing team, opposing team scores 28 or more, Tom Brady is 20 and 33. Belichick's defenses have been great. They don't often give up 28 or more. Uh, Joe Burrow hasn't had a lot of those. Defense has been great. Joe Burrow, 2 and 8 when the opposing team scores 28 or more. Josh Allen, 5 and 10. Buffalo's had some good defenses. Lamar Jackson, 4 and 10. Are you, are you getting a theme here? Aaron Rodgers, this is staggering. 17 and 46. Jeez. That's horrible. Justin Herbert, your guy. Now, this is interesting. Herbert was in the same draft as Burrow. I just told you Burrow, 2 and 8 when the opposing team scores 28 or more. Herbert, 5 and 16. The defense can't, they've been awful for Burrow, uh, awful for Herbert, and Burrow's had an outstanding defense. Um, there's one name I haven't mentioned, Rob, the guy in his own tier, Patrick Mahomes. All those guys have losing records. Some of them dreadful. Aaron Rodgers, 17 and 46. Patrick Mahomes, in his career, 17 and 13. Jeez. The only one with a winning record. <laughs> like, basically, you think, oh, we're going to outscore Patrick Mahomes. No, you're no, not, because he's going to come through and deliver. <laughs> like, that stat right there, and, and Chernoff said it. I had to rewind and write down all this. I was like, can this be right? I had to look it up. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, again, Tom Brady, 13 under 500 in his career when the opponent scores 28 or more. Mahomes is four over 500. That's a staggering. All those superstars have losing records. Patrick Mahomes is on another level. I know people want to put Burrow there, and he's been to a Super Bowl. It's Mahomes, and everyone after that. It feels a little dialed back. Um, anything else you want to add, Rob? Well, just to piggyback off what you just said, we need to scrap this entire— we'll tell Mike Sando tomorrow when he comes on the pod— scrap the entire scoring system and say Patrick Mahomes is Tier 1— and then you figure out tier two after that. Like yeah. this is just well, we'll tell it's them not that. fair Sando, at this point yeah. to any of those other guys, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Roger, whoever your next favorite guy is. The gap between just or then Patrick Mahomes and everybody else is yeah. the Grand Canyon. It's it's massive. Um by the way, I forgot to ask, how was Vegas, Rob? You were there for the fight. I um, was there for the fight. It was great. It was hot. Um Ran into a lot of people. It was people. hot in the desert. Yes. That's stunning. It no. was very hot. I, I was actually telling. Were you, the, were you at the pool scene? I was at the pool. I was at the pool. I was at the oh, pool. Oh, which one? Well, they put all of the, or most of the working media 
were staying at the New York, New York, which I never stayed in, you know, in like 15 years. New, okay, and New York. So they totally remodeled yeah. it. It was it was nice, and it was right there in close proximity to where the media section was for the radio row, as well as the fight. The fight was at T-Mobile Arena. Funny story. I was telling uh, one of the other producers before we started recording. I had a ticket to the fight. So I was ready to go, but you and I have talked before we talked on this podcast that um, my dad passed away last year. And before he passed away, mm-hmm. my brothers and him had decided, hey, we're going to do a guy's trip every year. This is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. So this year, it was trying to figure out dates. And I said, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas for the fight. And suddenly, everybody's available to go, you know. So, so we decided to make the guy's weekend last weekend. Oh. And I told the people who were setting up our tickets, I'm like, hey, I know I can't get my brothers in. So... Just go ahead and keep the ticket. It is what it is. I'll watch it at one of those watch parties. You know, don't worry about it. Because historically, a guy like me who's not Stephen A. Smith or Jason McIntyre or Colin Coward, my seat's way at the top normally. Like I'm like the very last row. That's where I'm at. And so the main event's about to start. I'm watching it at a bar. I text uh, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, who've both been on this podcast, said, hey, did you guys get your seats? How is it? Everything, Everything good. They sent me a picture. They had floor seats. So had I not given up my seat, I would have been rubbing elbows wow. with Shannon Sharp and Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Uh, several celebrities were within arm's reach of where they were sitting. That could have been me. And instead I spent it, you know, because I didn't want to be a jerk and leave my brother. So I had to watch wow. it at a bar in downtown Vegas instead of Jeez. on the floor. I, 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 I'll be honest. I thought this was going to go many, many ways. <laughs> I thought they were going to offer you two more tickets. No, they did not. Uh, I thought you would just say to your brothers, fellas, I'll catch up with you after the fight. I got to go I gotta go uh, to floor seats. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Gee, what a, what a guy, Rob. Poor Audible. Dude, I mean, it was, I, I, I audible into an interception to use a quarterback situation. I had, thought I had the right oh, play. Oh, wow. And I you threw, threw a pick. Yeah. Um, do you want to say the bar that you went to? I'm just curious because, honestly – I don't know any other bars in Vegas other than like the hotel bars. Yeah, that's it was one. I don't even know which hotel it was because we had planned to see it at uh, the Circa because they had that great stadium swim. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures. That is the biggest sausage fest ever. <laughs> but and it's it, also way downtown. Yeah, but it would have been able to watch the fight at a big. And so but unfortunately, they were showing the UFC and it was really hard to find a bar that was showing the boxing. Really? Match. Yeah. So. I don't even know the name so wait, of the wait, hotel wait, wait. we ended so, up at, but we watched it there. So the boxing fight was in Vegas. The UFC was in like Salt Lake City. And Vegas hotels were all showing UFC? Uh, I, I, at least that one was. That is, and, and then everything on the strip, the way it was explained to me was you either had to buy tickets to go to the fight, which I wasn't going to do because at, at that point it was too expensive. And they had a watch party um, at the MGM Grand. Mm in their arena, but that was $125 a person. And I'm like, well, I could have ordered the fight for a hundred dollars. So I was able to, I don't, like I said, I don't even remember the name of where we ended up, but it wasn't anything fancy. It was, I saw the fight though. That's it. Wait, wait, was it crazy horse too? No, it was not. Okay. No, it's just, just I just thought I'd toss that out there. All right. Uh, lengthy pod on a Tuesday, um, we'll have, I think, back-to-back NFL guests. And then, again, Thursday night, we got the Jets. I don't know who's going to play, so I'm not getting too excited. I can't imagine anybody of relevance is going to do more than a series. Um, but very exciting NFL is here. Also, um, now that we're in August, Rob, have you been getting any fantasy football texts about setting up drafts and stuff? Because that's next. I-, I think I might be in, like, six leagues this year. Oh, see, that, that's too many. Because don't you end up rooting against yourself the, the more leagues you get into? 
I mean, initially you do, but you know, by week six, you know which team has a chance ah, and which team point. doesn't. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's a numbers game. Numbers game. All right, talk to you guys tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.